0: These days, every ad dollar is more valuable than ever before. That's why it's so important that Mountain's self-serve performance TV platform makes it easier and more affordable to get seen. With Mountain you can reach tens of thousands of audience segments with ads served exclusively on top streaming networks, and your campaigns are automatically optimized thousands of times a day to drive peak performance. The result? High-impact ads served at the right time, right place, and to the right audience. Visit Mountain.com to learn more. On today's episode of AW360, I speak with Jim Scott, CEO of Mono, a Minneapolis-based creative agency. Jim and I discuss everything from consumer privacy, to working in the field during a pandemic, to the coastal bias a Midwest agency faces, even in a digital world where physical borders are more or less irrelevant. I hope you enjoy this episode. Jim Scott, welcome to the AW360 Podcast. I'm so pleased to have you on today.
1: Uh, Really, really excited to be here.
0: So you're CEO of Mono, tell us about Mono and what you do there.
1: Mono is a Minneapolis-based uh, creative agency, and we work across, you know, medium. But you know, if you ask me what we do, I think our job is to get hired by amazing brands and connect them to consumers. And. We have a strong belief in simplicity, which is behind the funky name of Mono. It's this idea of stripping away all the layers and getting to the really important things. And we believe that that belief and sort of commitment to simplicity helps us navigate a increasingly complex marketing landscape. That's what we do.
0: Speaking of that increasingly complex marketing landscape... What are the challenges for an agency like yours today, you know, especially given all of the, uh, there's so much noise on social media. There's so many technological advancements. Everybody was stuck in their house for two plus years. How does all that look to, to, from where you're sitting?
1: Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of challenges facing, you know, us and any agency that's trying to know put work out into the world that people respond to and one of it is just just how we are working we are remote we are working our way back to being in um, in person again it will take some time as it will the entire industry Um, but as we and creative agencies I think struggle with this across the board is we debate ideas and try to figure out what are the best ideas and how do you really get to the good stuff it's one thing to do that on a, on a video call on a monitor where there's 12 boxes all assembled to like have this debate. It's a whole nother thing when you're in person and you have the, the full depth and breadth of you as a person and you can express your feelings and you really like that. Or I, I really don't get that idea. And you can use your hands and your eyes and you can get people pretty, you know, Wrapped up in your confusion, and then you can sort through it. So, I think one of the biggest challenges facing us in this industry is how do you reassemble, which is really difficult because life is incredibly important. The equation flipped, it became more important than your job, than your vocation, which I get. I totally understand that. I'm not asking anybody to flip the equation back. Um, But I do think one of the things facing us is to put really good things out into the world. We got to be people again.
0: Excellent answer. And when it comes to that being people again, it it feels to me like, you know, creative creativity at its core requires people. You know, there's a lot of talk about AI and all that stuff. And I quite honestly hope I don't live to see the day where AI is actually trying to be truly creative. That just doesn't interest me. But when it comes to people's creativity, have you seen the way that creativity expresses itself shift due to recent well, developments, you know, be it COVID, be it, you know, racial injustice movements, you know, what have you? I mean, it feels like it would be tough to kind of keep a sunny side in, in you know, in recent times.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I, I think it has become more difficult to be originally creative, because the idea of, you know, being a creator has expanded beyond just the realm of you know ad agencies and that's certainly a trend that's been happening over the years and it's not just user generated content it's about the proliferation of channels and all of the stuff that's been you know needing to fill each and every one of those channels. Everyone is everyone's thing that they made that's amazing is one swipe away from being irrelevant. So the the challenge of it all and I think the difference that you know, an agency like ours brings is to understand like, what are people really interested in? What is really relevant to them? And then how do you create a human connection around that idea that somehow brings you the brand that you're trying to promote into that mix? So that will be hard to replicate, whether it's AI or some other algorithm. I think it'd be very difficult to sort of replicate what is the human emotion that's going to basically tell you that I'm going to give a shit about that idea. And I'm really going to care about that idea. I think it's going to be hard if I can use the language on your podcast to, to teach an AI how to, give a, how to get a human to give a shit.
0: Yeah, definitely. I fully agree with you. You know, um, you keep talking about simplicity. And it's, it's amazing to me that that's one of the words that i found in my life has so many different meanings to people. When I think of simplicity in advertising, it's a little different than simplicity in marketing. It's a little different in simplicity in packaging, you know, and and you've worked for a massive number of really big brands, some of which I definitely can see, you know, a direct correlation. You know, Apple, great, great example. You know, Apple is, you know, complex product, very simple message, very simple, you know, packaging, very simple stores, but yet incredibly effective. Is simple a visual to mono? Is simple a concept? Is it see all of the above? How do you really define that?
1: Yeah, I I think it is see all of the above. I, I do believe at the core of any great idea, if you can get to its simple, most clear articulation, you and I can be talking about that idea right here, right now, without you having a single visual notion of what I mean by it or how I'm portraying it. But I do think it's also in visual and it is in design. Uh, when we are working for Apple, one of the most awesome parts of working with them is when we went to Cupertino into their offices and on this, this wall that sort of divided the, the entrance and the reception from the rest of the working space were three words and two of them were crossed out and it was simplify, simplify, simplify. First two were crossed out. And it was like, okay, I understood the concept, but visually I knew exactly what that company wanted to do. So yes, it is about the idea, but if you can find the device and the mechanism that allows your brain to sort of go, wow, and smile and, and react to that, it means even more. So we bring all of that to bear on our work. We absolutely have to get to the very most important, most compelling, the simplest articulation of the brand. And then we have to find out, most awesome way to bring it to life, which isn't always just simple. Three words, two lines crossed out. There's a little complex there, but the articulation is beautifully simple.
0: It sounds to me like, just based on that example, that over time you've learned a lot from your clients and have been able to take that forward. Is that the case? And what are you learning these days?
1: You know, I th- we have learned how to be really good at simplicity and in you know, a lot of early conversations we had to really ensure that our clients wanted what we do they really had to kind of step up if you will and say okay we can we can buy into that we were working with a huge cpg client and they had piles upon piles of data and they flung it all at us and they're like you guys got to help us navigate this brand of course, we you know due diligence. We went through the the reams and reams of data, and we found one of those bar charts where negative sentiment goes left, positive sentiment goes right, and the one bar going immediately left to like a minus nine on a ten point scale was this brand understands me. So they're missing out of all the reams of data they sent us. They were missing, or they weren't missing, but they really they found one piece of data that we thought was amazing, which is like. This brand doesn't understand its consumer at all. So I walked into a meeting, didn't realize I was going to be presenting on a nine foot screen, but I put a nine foot minus nine up on the screen. It was the only image on the screen. And I began to talk with my client about the one thing they had to pay attention to. Your brand is lost and you don't, it, it does not relate. And it does not understand its consumer. We got to get to work. And from that moment, the client knew what they're in for. Like, this is what we do.
0: You're based, you said in Minneapolis? Yeah. What is, what does that, I mean, we live in a largely virtual world right now where, where you know, borders are kind of arbitrary. <laughs> but, you know, typically, you know, everybody thinks of, you know, sort of the, the advertising, marketing, and creative worlds as, you know, hey, you're in New York, maybe you're in Chicago, maybe you're on the West Coast somewhere. What is it like being in between?
1: You know, I, I mean, other than, you know, we're typically not stuck in a lot of traffic. You know, I think, I think the, the sensibility of the people that, that we hire and, you know, in large, in large ways where they grow up, you know, where they come from, you know, Minneapolis is a significant Minneapolis Midwest, but it's a significant culturally relevant cosmopolitan, if you will, city. We've got great arts, great creativity. It's a magnet for anybody that wants to live in an environment that's, you know, moving around with people and ideas and culture and creativity. I mean, that's what Minneapolis represents. So it pulls people in, but those people that come in, come from all different walks of life. I grew up in a tiny, small farming town in Wisconsin of 5,000 people and I've lived a majority of my life in dead center of this town, which is super awesome. And it's fueled by all kinds of, you know, great ideas and great thinking. So as an agency, we bring people in that come from very different places. We, unlike some of our competitors that are on the East Coast, we have a Walmart in the town I grew up in. I don't think a New Yorker has seen a Walmart other than maybe a photo of a large one or maybe that tiny little pop-up that they're trying to run. And it's not to say that that is the only kind of work we do, but relating to brands that are truly mass brands, but just really don't end up in these massive cities I think we're really good at that and I think that's the difference with us I think we have the ability to relate to this grand swath of what's happening in this country and not necessarily have a bias a coastal bias of what might be happening on a tiny island on the east Coast
0: fantastic I'm west Coast myself but I' fortunately I'm not in one of the bigger cities i'm I'm in Portland Oregon which, You know, if anybody thinks it's a big city, they ought to visit because it's definitely not a big city. You can walk across it in 15 minutes, Um, which, you know, I love. I I love that feel. Um, Moving over a little bit to, you know, we hear a lot about data and, you know, privacy is kind of at the forefront of almost every conversation when it comes to marketing. How does Mono navigate those sorts of those sorts of issues? I mean, there's once upon a time we were all over informed. I think is probably the best way I can put it um, when it came to consumers and what they supposedly wanted because they were giving us all this information, whether they want it to be or not. Moving forward, we have to be more mindful of these things. Do you find that that is creatively challenging for you or does it present an opportunity to kind of get back to the places we used to be before we had all that data?
1: Yeah, I, to be honest, and it's probably going to be, sound like heresy in the industry, but um, I have no problem with the transparency that is being required by these platforms and the opt-in nature of where so much of this technology is going. I'm a, I believe that the data that each of us own is an asset, and no one's been paid for that asset. So, at some level, I absolutely. Um, appreciate and support with the what Apple led and others are doing right behind them to say, you know what, if you don't want people to know, then you know because we market to you, then that's okay and opt out of this thing. And the reason I say I'm okay with it is because I think then it really does require creativity to get to and find and engage and really light up an audience, if you will. No longer is it just about chasing someone around the internet because they clicked on. You know, blue bottle coffee one day and that means that you might enjoy my coffee brand the next day and maybe you're brewing at home and therefore i'm going to market you coffee filters i mean all that algorithm was awesome but it also left basically the marketing community to be kind of lazy and say all right i just i'm just going to chase you around the internet i think the pendulum is swinging because of this privacy to people are going to opt into what they're engaged in they're going to opt into what i would say is like really good creative ideas and that that, that get them excited that get them motivated or moves them emotionally so in some ways i think creative agencies and again data analytic agencies can come after me all day long but i think creative agencies are going to find their place that we have to make things that people care about get engaged in and want to share and do all those sorts of things we can't just chase them around the internet because we happen to know their algorithm
0: Excellent answer. I love that. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to more and more of that in, in the future because I am so tired of being chased around the internet. Um, you know, on, the, on a technology note, you know, we have this, this. I think for lack of a better way of putting it, we're infatuated with the idea of connected TV right now. But over here, looming in the horizon somewhere in some near future, distant future, nobody knows for sure, is the promise of the of the metaverse. How do you feel about the metaverse creatively?
1: I, I don't know. I, again, maybe the unpopular answer. Um, you know, I'm not a, a ludite. I believe technology can, in fact, you know, improve our our being and our world and all that kind of stuff. But I do think there is a, a step too far and for me this idea of you know the metaverse and like i'm going to put on some goggles and ready player one you know some experience and i'm still not there to be honest i just think i think the human you know the the human effect of us walking the earth is going to be pushing back on some of these things that aren't real human stimulating things and so i'm not ready to go there for clients like hey we got to hop in i get it you know, I, I get that, you know, Marshmallow can drop a concert and have a bunch of people virtually watching, you know, his performance. I get it. Um, but I am I struggle believing that it's really like the next frontier. It may be interesting and fun and, and for some brands appropriate for the right particular moment. Um, I think it served a little bit of a purpose during COVID when we had you know, nobody could be near anyone ever. And, you know, some really interesting things sort of came to be in the metaverse. Um, But as a real place for human interaction, I I continue to wonder if it's, you know, if it's, if it's real, if it's going to be there. I enjoyed Ready Player One. I don't want to live in that world though.
0: (laughs) Hopefully none of us do. Um, Last question. And I'll let you kind of take whatever spin on this that you'd like. Um, Looking ahead, one year five years where do you see the industry going and where do you see mono's place within it
1: yeah i you know i think you know i'll come from our place you know we started this agency you know 18 19 ish years ago um and the data that's so a pre-youtube world so we had to adapt very quickly to all of these platforms and technologies coming online which we did very, very well. You know, We were one of the first companies to use video on Twitter. It was before they were even doing live you know, feeds, and we were one of the first to be there. So I think everyone will have to adapt to whatever is next, and you and I probably can't predict it, and I've already told you, I don't think it's the metaverse, but there's something that'll be next. So adaptation to what is next, I think it's going to be incredibly important for anyone that's thinking about one, two, three, four, five years out. Ultimately, though, and again, coming from a very biased place, I think creativity and engaging people in this idea of I've got something to say about my brand and I don't want to annoy you. I don't want to turn you off. I don't want to offend you. I rather would like you to like us and I'd like you to like this message. I'd like you to share this message. I'd like you to give it to somebody. So the next five years, I think there's going to be a lot more pressure to do a lot more of that. So the old model, TV was amazing at it. You know, it's a sharp stick in an eye. It's just like reaching frequency as much as I can run it. Um, I'm a you know big football fan, but I wish the commercials, I wish there was more of them, more enjoyable. I just can't watch it a hundred different times. So I think a lot of pressure is going to be on marketers to put more interesting, real engaging content out into the world, not just step and repeat the same thing a hundred times in the hopes that I remember it.
0: Excellent. well, Jim, it's been wonderful talking to you. I really appreciate this and I, I love your your perspective on all of this stuff. I am looking forward to a, a world with both more creativity and more human beings engaging with each other in creative ways because I think you know it 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 I do find it fascinating in this industry that we came out of you know at two plus years of relative isolation other than you know our immediate family members and almost as robotic as ever. You know, and and just being able to, you know, I got to get back outside and everybody was there except maybe our industry, (laughs) you know.
1: (laughs) It is, uh, it's almost surreal if you think about it. Like we're in the human connection business in so many ways and yet our industry, and and I speak not just about us, but just about every agency owner that I know, they struggle with the idea of, you know, bringing people back. And part of it's because it's been, you know, it's a traditionally very difficult industry. It's time intensive, you know, it's, it's hard work and all that kind of stuff. And that's, it's true. <laughs> um, and people have been able to find, you know, the balance, if you will. Um, but we've lost something along the way. And I long for the days when it's not about could we, should we? I long for the days of we want to
0: excellent well where can people find out more about you and mono
1: well we are on the internet so you know come find us at mono and we have mono-1.com so um there's a hyphen there's a one and it's dot com so and then we're in minneapolis and uh in minneapolis you can find us in uptown you can see our building and knock on our door
0: well if i find a reason to get out to minneapolis um I will definitely take you up on that and stop by. I've been trying to get out there, back out there. I haven't been to Minneapolis in 15 plus years, but I've been looking for a reason to get back out there. So I, I hope to be able to do that and soon. Thanks so much for taking the time today. This has been an excellent conversation.
1: It's great to be here. Thank you for your time.
0: Thanks for listening. For more episodes of AW360 or to check out other Advertising Week podcasts, Visit www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts. It's time to treat TV as the performance channel it's become. Mountain's self-serve connected TV marketing software helps you do that with data-backed insights that take the guesswork out of measuring impact. With Mountain, you can track your connected TV ad performance down to the last decimal in real time and compare it to your other channels with leading web analytics integrations. You can even see which viewers are taking the next step to visit your website and make a purchase, regardless of what household device they use. Visit Mountain.com to learn more.